0: This is Talking Tech, brought to you by Whirlpool Corporation, a show where we bring you different perspectives and solutions to everyday commercial laundry issues. We are here to give you tips and
1: tricks that can make your life a little easier and save you some time. I'm Freddie. I'm Jordan. And this
0: is Talking Tech. Welcome to today's episode of Talking Tech. Again, my name is Freddie. I'm joined today by Jordan. You might recognize our voices from the commercial tech line where we help technicians in need get through their day. If there's a question that you would like us to cover,
1: please use the questionnaire or find us on the TEP line at 1-800-662-3587 and serviceconnections.org, both linked below. As always, you can find Talking Tech on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio Public, Spotify, and Pocket Cast. Just search up Talking Tech, brought to you by Whirlpool Corporation.
0: All right, so on today's episode, we're going to cover uh, the error code F70 on Whirlpool and Maytag commercial washers and dryers. Now, I do want to say thank you to the audience for giving us another question. Um, again, as usual, we have a questionnaire link below. So if you have anything, please add it in there. So on today's episode, we're going to cover error code F70 on Whirlpool and Maytag commercial washers and dryers. Now, as usual, if you have a question, please use our questionnaire link below. You can always email us or catch us on service connections. Now, usually we basically we answer questions within the podcast system podcast itself but on this one's actually it's it's good enough to kind of create its own topic his own um his own episode per se right
1: today's question came from a technician named perry who asked "Error f70 what short what should i check on an mhn 30 pdb ww0 i've replaced the ccu the user interface and the upper and lower harnesses as well as the mcu First off, thank you for the question, Perry. As Freddie said at the beginning, this was actually a good enough and universal enough question that it's pretty beneficial for us to make a whole episode about it. Um, So that's kind of what we're working on here. So, Freddie, what what is an F70? Can you kind of elaborate for the audience what what that means?
0: Yeah, so an F70, if you want to break it down to its core level, F70 means that we don't have communication, right? So that communication is actually from the dryer display to the CCU. Right? That could be the dryer CCU or the washer CCU, depending on what kind of machine that we're working on. Now, this is actually something that the tech line gets a phone call every single day. And it's important to understand why you get the F70. A lot of times we get the phone call that says, hey, I have an F70. I've replaced several things and still we can't, you know, I can't resolve the issue. We usually take a step back and say, what was your original issue there? And what we usually find is that the technician has most likely replaced multiple parts leading to the F70. So it's important to understand that the F70, and really if you break it down, is a communication issue. So which board is not communicating with the other? Right, Freddie, and that's a good point. So it's
1: definitely good to note that F70 is kind of like a universal fault on Whirlpool and Maytag commercial washers and dryers. So that fault can be dryer-based, washer-based. It just depends on what machine you're working on. And to your point about... Bringing it back down to basics, um, it's important to start with knowing what components actually work together. In, in the case of the MHN30 uh, that Perry is working on, we have our user interface board, the CCU board, and then a communication harness running to and from. Those are the three components that kind of interface, and then of course we have power. So if you were kind of in Perry's shoes, um, what would you what would you kind of harp on? What would be your first check if you walked into an a F70?
0: So Perry's question specifically on an MHN 30 PDBWW 0 right? So that's actually a washer, um, single load washer, one generation back. On that machine, or even on the new one, the same thing would apply. First of all, I would have to ask Perry, you know, what was your original issue? So Perry, if you want to let us know, if you're listening to this, just let us know how this all began, right? Because that's definitely going to help us point you in the correct direction. But let's assume that Perry walked in with an F70. The first thing that I'm gonna check is communication, right? On startup, what happens is you most likely will see the words sync. That means that the board, primarily the display board, is looking to see who's, who's awake. Most likely in this, in Perry's situation, is just referring to the washer CCU. It should be a white board on the top right-hand corner. Are we there? So the display is shouting down the hallway, is there anyone talking back at the en- end of the day? If the answer is no, either because let's say the the, uh, the CCU is not receiving power uh, or the communication cable is gone or even a silly something as missing software, uh, all those things don't allow the boards to communicate with each other. So in Perry's situation, the first thing I would start off is checking software, right? If you go into your service mode, Then we go into uh, your help menu, which is uh, position 2.00. So in Perry's case, you would go into service mode either by removing the AA1 jumper from the back of the display or lifting the service door, whichever one you have. Go right into uh, hitting the bottom middle button until you see 2.00. Then you should be able to hit the bottom left. That should get you into your help menu. Now, if you keep hitting the bottom middle after that, uh, basically what you're looking for is the SC, so SAM cat number, and the SU, so SAM uncle number. If any of them are at 00, this could indicate that both boards are not communicating because it's constantly looking for that revision number in order to know that the other one's there.
1: Yeah, absolutely, Freddie. So I believe uh, for a little information for Perry, I want to say the newest software revision on these machines for that uh, CCU should be SC10 in EC30 so my advice to your point to Perry would be to go into the help mode check that software and see what you have um, if you do see one of them is missing so to your point say it says you know SC00 or EC00 then perhaps we are missing software on the CCU and he I would I would definitely recommend contacting the tech line to confirm and then we can kind of take it from there um, but in general Freddie so let's say the software is there um, and obviously in Perry's case there's a lot of new parts involved in the situation what are the, the big chats? We obviously know voltage is one of them because the CCU power is different than the user interface power because, as we know, the user interface is powered up by the transformer and the CCU is powered up directly from our incoming power off of our, our filter. So with that in mind, after voltage between the boards, assuming both boards are good, that really leaves our comm cable ultimately, right?
0: Yeah, so the one thing that a lot of people actually don't realize about this communication cable, it's a little short cable blue cable on the right hand side that goes from the display to the ccu on the display it should always be plugged into wb3 i believe in this but again we can always refer back to the wiring diagram and the text sheet to verify that on the ccu side it's a little harder it's actually not designated in a port and even harder uh, everyone says hey these uh these connectors are keyed but unfortunately on this white ccu on the top right hand corner there are two plugs side-by-side side that are actually keyed the same. So if Perry, by any chance, swapped the board already and actually uh, mixed up the plugs, you're immediately going to get an F70. So that being said, let's assume that these plugs are in the right place. Now at that point, we would have to disconnect the uh, the machine, so power it down, unplug the connector on both ends, so that small blue wire on the display is WB3, and then on the CCU is actually is not defined but you can just follow that cable and you would do what's called a continuity check on it. So basically is that cable broken? There's three blue wires. Are those three blue wires making connection? And even even so you could also tighten up the connector as well.
1: Yeah, so that's a good point, Freddie, or good points in general, but say in Perry's case, um, you know, his communication harness is good. There are times where essentially um, I guess the best way to describe it is something is essentially putting one of the boards to sleep, in this case the CCU. Imagine it as another component is causing a bad signal to the CCU and therefore the CCU is kind of shutting down. And as you mentioned before, if the CCU is asleep and the user interface is yelling down the hallway, hey, are you awake, and it's not, then there's not going to be a callback and you're going to get this F70 error code. Um, In a lot of cases that component could even be our motor control Um, which is the MI3 port on the CCU. Um, It's, again, another blue harness that runs from the CCU down to our motor control. So a lot of times what we like to do is kind of um, isolate the issue. So unplug everything from our CCU except for power, which is the two pink wires on the IF2 port, and the user interface communication, which is that undesignated blank spot um, on the top of the CCU that you mentioned. With just those two connected, we should see some sort of communication if another component was shorting it out.
0: Yeah, so when in doubt, simplify the issue at the end of the day. This is a communication issue. That means that you really don't need any other, uh, let's say connectors on either board, except for power and communication to each. So to your point, if you break down the uh, that that, so to your point, if you basically disconnect everything but the two cables that you need, power and communication, If the F70 goes away, then we know we might have a possible short coming from somewhere else. In your scenario, Jordan, that could have been the motor control shorting it out. Now, we're not saying replace the motor control. We're just basically saying power down the machine, disconnect the communication cable MI3 from the CCU on the top right. And basically, when you power it back up, does that problem go away? We do not need the motor control to be plugged in or communicating until we start a cycle. So eliminating that out of the circuit could lead us in the right direction. Okay, so as I mentioned at the beginning, Freddie, F70 is a fairly
1: universal fault between some of the older Maytag and Whirlpool commercial washers and dryers and even the new stuff that's currently being manufactured today. Um, So with that in mind, one good thing to note on new machines as well as old machines is always to verify the part numbers. Now, something we hear a lot in the tech line is, hey, I ordered this part the part number on the board either doesn't match or when we ask them for a part number, we get the part number physically on the computer board itself or really any component for that matter. Um, but one of the biggest things to note is part numbers do change over time and they get um, superseded by new numbers. So whenever you order a new part, until you know the issue is resolved, I would highly recommend you hold on to the bots that the uh, component shipped in because the part number on that bots will be the most accurate number that we can look up to actually see, you know, what was ordered, what was received.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, basically, the part number on the box for any Whirlpool number in general represents the collective uh, assembly. So that means the plastic casing, the board, and the software as well. A lot of people look at the part itself and just say, hey, this is the part number that I need. But that doesn't also represent the uh, the, the subcomponents, right? So we have you have software. You also have the board, and then you have the casing. So we want to make sure that we always we always uh, look up the part number based off of what's on the physical box itself. Let's say if you would call in and say, "Hey, I have this board in my truck. Is this the correct board for this machine?" We're always going off of the part number on the box versus what's physically on the part itself. If that makes any sense, uh, so we always want to verify that. This is a call again that we get a lot on the tech line. Um, We never really get to the original issue because by the time the technician might give us a call, they're already down the wormhole a little bit in a sense. They've already replaced multiple parts, so I have to question, did the parts that we install, although they look the same, are they correct for this machine?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Freddie. We see that, too, with, like, for example, F21, the long drain fault. Someone might be having drain issues on a newer machine, and they replaced the CCU after diagnosing it, and now they have an F70. Well... On paper, those two faults don't correspond. An F21 long drain doesn't cause an F70, but if they replace the CCU and then this fault came up, a lot of times, or most of the time, you know, maybe they connected something wrong, but 90% of the time, it's that they physically have the wrong board. It has the wrong software on it. So even though it looks the same, the plugs are the same, it fits in just fine, the physical software on it is wrong, and therefore the UI can't communicate. So that's something we see a lot when replacing parts for completely unrelated issues.
0: Yeah, and another piece of advice, I would always say work backwards. A lot of the times when we get a call from a technician, we're presented with the issue at hand, but we never really know how the issue started. So if we can get the original issue, uh, we can always work backwards. So if you install the board and now you have an F70 or now you have a new problem, I would always recommend to work one step back, right? Because we didn't start with that initial issue. As an example, if I installed a drain pump, And now I have an F-70. Well, what does a drain pump and an F-70 have in common? Not a lot. But what if we have a short within that drain pump because it was the incorrect drain pump and we just didn't realize it? On power up, if we have too much strain and maybe the CCU goes to sleep, now we have an F-70. So at that point in time, if if a technician called me up, I would say, what's the last thing that we did? Let's work backwards. If by any chance he says, I started out with an F21, now I have an F70 and the only thing that I replaced is a drain pump. Logically, I have to take one step back and unplug the drain pump. I'm not saying remove it. Just unplug it, add the drain pump plug, power the machine back up. Did the issue go away? If the answer is yes, then we have to look at that drain pump as possibly being the cause of our F70. All right, now, that being said, obviously F70 is a general code that goes across... Uh, stack washer dryers, dryer dryers, single load dryers, and whatnot. So, do you have another example where F seventy might be an easy diagnostics uh, or diagnosis on, let's say, either a new machine or even a, an existing machine that's been out there for a while?
1: Yeah, absolutely, Freddy. Something that, that comes to mind right away is um, a call we get from time to time on the tech line, where someone gets a brand new machine. Uh, Specifically, we'll say an MLE-22PD, which is a Maytad commercial stack washer and electric dryer combo. Um, And when they hook up the new machine, they have an F70 on the top half of the display. Now, automatically, the first thing that comes to our mind on a new install with an F70 on the top half Our dryer does not have power because, as I mentioned, this is an MLE-22, which means the dryer is electric, which means it has a 240-volt outlet. So a lot of times we see someone who either maybe didn't know or didn't plug it in or they plugged it in but didn't turn on the breaker for the 240-volt outlet. So on that machine, our display will come up. The washer and washer CCU and the user interface will communicate, but the dryer CCU is still asleep because it's looking for the power from that 240-volt cord. That's the most common thing we would see on, say, like a new startup.
0: Yeah, so on a new dryer, let's say stack washer dryer, and the dryer is electric. uh, Sometimes we get a call, and maybe the installer just doesn't know that the dryer, because it is a 240, 208 electric dryer, it needs its own cord, right? That sounds silly, but it does happen on a weekly basis. The other one is just putting the incorrect power to the dryer. I've had plenty of calls where they only bring 120 to the electric dryer, and maybe that 120 leg is only feeding the transformer, so you have a display. But the other leg that we're missing actually powers up the uh, the dryer CCU, and we don't have that. Now that dryer CCU is asleep, and therefore we have an F70. So basically, long story short on that one, if you have a brand new installation, especially with electric dryers, because that's the scenario that we're using here, make sure that your power is good, your incoming power. A, do we have it, and B, do we have the right power? Cause it'll save you a bunch of headaches and service calls as well. All right, so that's it for today's episode of Talking Tech, brought to you by Whirlpool Corporation. Uh, again, I want to thank Perry for his question. Please, as usual, if you have a question and you would like it answered in length, uh, just shoot us a uh, – either give us a call on the tech line or send us an email or use the questionnaire. Um, obviously, the more details, the better. Um, you know, you know, We would love to also know you know Perry's original issue. We have some details, but not all. Perry, if you want to reach back out to us if you hear this and give us a little bit more detail or just give us a call on the tech line, we'd be more than happy to kind of work with, work with you on this one.
1: Absolutely. And as always, you can find us on the tech line, like Freddie said, at 1-800-662-3587 and on serviceconnections.org where you can find equipment info, technical sheets, installation manuals, spets, and parts information. All righty. Until next time.